Hello and welcome to Feminine Fire, a podcast where spirituality meets soulful business strategy. I'm your host, spiritual life and business coach, Beck Cazillo, here to help you ignite your inner fire and step into the highest vision for your life and business. Join me as we explore what it takes to get out of your own way, uplevel your worth, master your mindset, and build the spiritual business of your dreams. If you're a spiritual woman ready to create a life and business that truly sets your soul on fire, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. This is Feminine Fire. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Feminine Fire. As always, I am super happy to be here with you. I'm recording this in the morning, first thing, feeling fresh. I've had my smoothie, I've had my coffee, and we are ready to go. And I'm excited for today's episode, and maybe excited isn't even the right word. I'm excited because I'm sharing something a little more personal today, a little bit vulnerable if I'm honest. I'm going to be sharing my top three mindset challenges and how I navigate each one. And I want to share this because first and foremost, I think it's really important to remember that no matter what we see on the internet, the highlight reel, the celebrations, the successes, there's always more going on behind the scenes. And one of the things that I'm really committed to on this podcast is bringing you behind the scenes of my life and my business and giving you a real look at what that looks like, what it looks like to run my business, the good, the bad, and everything in between. And mindset is such a big piece of that puzzle. Now, if you are a longtime listener of the podcast, you'll know that mindset is a really big part of the work that I do. It's one of the three pillars of my signature framework, my framework that informs my approach to coaching, the framework that I teach my clients inside the spiritual business mistress mind, the framework that will help you to grow, build and scale your spiritual business. And if you want to dive more into that framework specifically, episode three of the podcast, one of my very first episodes goes into it in great detail. So bookmark that one to come back to if that is something you want to dive into further. Mindset is also just a huge part of the work that I do for myself to support me to be the best business owner, mum, partner, all-round human, all of the things. Working on my mindset, committing to regular mindset work is a big piece of the pie for me personally and professionally. And my clients who have the most success all share this commitment to their mindset. So today I want to dive deeper into what that looks like for me personally by sharing my three biggest mindset challenges and how I navigate each one. Knowing that one of the biggest things that has supported me to move and shift through my own mindset challenges over the years is hearing from the experience of others. So if you're moving through any of these or any other mindset wobbles right now, please know you are not alone. It's my aim that you walk away from today with some really practical strategies to shift through whatever it is that you are navigating mindset wise in your own life and in your own business right now. So let's dive in. The first mindset challenge that I want to share with you is imposter syndrome. 
This is the whole, who am I to be doing this anyway type question. And for me over the years, that's looked like, who am I to be a coach when I don't have my shit together all the time? Or who am I to be charging that much for my time? Who am I to be starting a podcast? Who am I to be sharing this content with the world? Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? And the amount of times that I've had this conversation with myself is ridiculous. One of the things that you get really good at when you do mindset work regularly is having those coaching conversations with yourself. You get really good at catching those thoughts when they are happening and talking yourself down off that ledge before those thoughts spiral out of control. Because here's the thing when it comes to your thoughts, your thoughts are not necessarily truths. So that's the first thing you need to lean into when you're doing this mindset work. Your thoughts are not necessarily truths. And when you can step back and bear witness to your thoughts, you can approach yourself in a much more compassionate way and you can have a self-coaching conversation with yourself. And when it comes to imposter syndrome, who am I to be doing the work that I do? Well, I'm Beck Flippin' Cazillo and I am amazing at what I do. The first strategy I want to share with you is one that I recommend to my clients all the time. And it's a strategy that one of my mentors, Antoinette Gomez, shared with me a few years ago during my NLP training. And it has stuck with me ever since. And it's a strategy that I use all the time whenever I am feeling that niggle of self-doubt. You know how you might have a vision board of everything you want to manifest in your life? This is called an achievement board instead. And it's a collection of things you can look at and point to whenever your inner mean girl, your ego, your self-doubt tries to run that I'm not good enough programming. And it doesn't have to be an actual board in the physical world. It can be, of course, where you might have pictures of things that you've achieved and things that remind you of how wonderful you are. But you can also just have a folder in your phone or on your desktop. And I do this every time a client sends me a message of gratitude or if they're celebrating a win and they send me a message and celebrate that with me. I take a screenshot and I keep it in a folder on my phone. And whenever that voice of self-doubt pops up, anytime I doubt my abilities as a coach, as a business owner, all of the things, I can jump in there and I can be reminded that actually, no, I'm really freaking good at what I do. And here is the actual evidence of that. Now, I can almost hear you asking, what if there's no evidence? What if I haven't got any evidence like that yet? Firstly, the key word there is yet. And secondly, there will always be evidence you can point to. You haven't gotten this far in life without any hard evidence of how amazing you are. And it might just be that it's a memory you've got or a story you've got or something that you're really, really proud of. So if you're in this space of being like, okay, I'm going to create an achievement board because Beck told me to. And the first thing you think is I have no evidence. I have nothing to put on my board. I want you to take some time to reflect and journal about a time that you helped someone, anyone, and write it down. And then journal about a time where you did something 
even though it scared the shit out of you. And then about a time where you really surprised yourself when you did something that felt really hard, because I know that you've done hard things. You've done it before and you can do it again. There will always be evidence you can point to. So take the time to sit down and pull that evidence together for yourself and create your achievement board. Because whenever that voice of self-doubt pipes up, you will have something you can physically look at to help you have that coaching conversation with yourself and shift that energy and navigate that mindset challenge. Because really that's what imposter syndrome is. It's self-doubt. It's doubting your ability to do something or be something. And it is total BS. So that is the first mindset challenge that I have navigated and continue to navigate. Imposter syndrome, self-doubt, all of the things. The second one I want to share with you today is this idea that building a business is hard. And this is such a sneaky one because this mindset, this programming will literally be a self-fulfilling prophecy. If your brain is running the program that business is hard, then guess what? Business will be hard. Your brain will unconsciously be looking at ways to make business hard. You will overcomplicate things. You will feel overwhelmed. You will only be looking for the evidence that demonstrates that business is hard and you'll make everything more difficult than it needs to be. And I speak from experience when I share this with you, right? Making business hard because of that inherent mindset that business is hard right? Whereas if you run the opposite program, the program that business is easy, then your brain does the opposite. It looks for ways to make business easy. Simple, right? In theory, yes, it is simple, but in practicality, it really does take some commitment to actually shift from that mindset of business is hard to business is easy, but it is possible. Now, this is where I want to share something that's going to sound like I'm doubling back on myself. It's where the duality of things really comes into play because, yes, business does get to be easy, but sometimes you also have to do things that feel hard. I'll say that again because it's a bit of a mindfuck. Business gets to be easy but sometimes you have to do things that feel hard. And this is really about shifting out of the mindset that business is hard in and of itself and cultivating two new mindsets for yourself. Firstly, that business gets to be easy. And secondly, that you can do hard things. Business gets to be easy and you can do hard things. To give you an example of this from my personal experience, Last year during a launch, I had several days without any signups. And, you know, anyone who has launched in their business will know that there is often a time in a launch where you'll have a quieter period. And this launch in particular, I just remember thinking, oh my God, why is this so hard? 
Why can't I just have a launch where things feel easy, where people are signing up every single day, where I'm having sales conversations every single day with incredible dream clients who just can't wait to join me? Why does it have to be so hard? And I remember being really emotional about it, really emotional about it and messaging my coach frustrated and upset because while you're going through all of this mindset stuff, you've also got to be showing up on the front end during a launch, right? And it didn't help that for me at this time in particular, there were things going on for me personally that also felt really hard. And I know I've shared this vaguely before in an episode toward the end of last year, but 2021 was a challenging year for me in many, many ways. And I will be sharing, I promise, more details on that at some point with you. I'm not quite there yet, but I will be. So bear with me until that time. I know that's super annoying. But the upshot of that is that things felt hard personally and things felt hard in the business. The launch felt hard, business felt hard, life felt hard. And here's the thing, when you're in that space of things feeling hard, as I said before, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. We have our blinkers on and we unconsciously start looking for all the things that make life feel hard. That's where our focus is, right? And where our focus goes, energy flows. And even though big picture, many, 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 many things in my life felt easy and feel easy and were incredible, right? Incredible. So much to be grateful for. But I wasn't focusing on that. I was focusing on all of the things that felt really hard. So that's why recognizing that and shifting out of that is so important. And this is why something as simple as a gratitude practice can be so powerful because you're consciously shifting out of that place where you might be focusing on the things that are challenging and that feel hard and all of that. And instead, when you consciously look for those things that you are grateful for, your energy automatically shifts and you are consciously breaking that cycle of unconscious thought. What you want to be doing is purposefully interrupting that thought pattern again before you spiral down that hole of despair. So how can you consciously break that pattern? How can you consciously start looking for the things that make life and business easy? And if we go back to that example, I knew I needed support to shift out of that mindset. So I reached out to my coach and had a conversation with her and I booked in to see a hypnotherapist and I invested my time and money in that support. And I leaned into that support, not because I don't have the skills to shift that mindset myself. I do. And I know I do because I've done it before but because it's easier and faster when you have support. Plus hypnosis, if you've never experienced hypnosis, it's like a shortcut to rewiring your brain. It's amazing. And so the mindset shift here is about approaching business in a way where my programming is that business gets to be easy and also with the deep-rooted self-belief that I can do hard things. Business gets to be easy and I can do hard things. So that's the second mindset challenge I want to share with you today. The third and final one is this belief that it's just not possible for me. 
And I remember when I first went full-time in my business, I had a conversation with my dad and I told him, I've run the numbers and I've set a goal and I'm going to make $60,000 this year. And he was like, really? Is that even possible? Wow. Now my dad wasn't trying to discourage me in any way. And when I think back to the figure of $60,000, of course that was possible. Of course that was possible. And at the time it felt like a huge goal, but I'd run the numbers. I knew I could do it. But my dad's reaction came from his experience, his experience of the online business world, his experience of the spiritual space. It's limited. He only knows what he knows. And he doesn't know many people who run online spiritual businesses, let alone super successful ones. And I was the same when I started out. As I said, $60,000 felt like such a stretch. And I didn't know anyone making huge amounts of money in this space either. I didn't have that experience. I didn't have that exposure or evidence in front of me. $60,000 felt really huge. And whether I want it to be or not, that money story, that reaction of, is that really possible? Is embedded in my unconscious It is embedded in my brain. It is sitting there and I know it's sitting there. Now, shortly after that conversation with my dad, I then went and did my NLP training and we were asked to set a goal, a stretchy goal. And I remember stretching myself even further and I put down $100,000. And if 60K was a stretch, 100K felt wildly impossible. And I remember Antoinette, my mentor that I mentioned earlier, who trained me in NLP, she came around and she was like, let's make it 150. And I remember how my chest felt, my heart felt at that number. I can feel it constricting in my chest right now. I can literally feel it in my chest right now. I had this embedded mindset that it's just simply not possible for me, which is obviously total BS. Now, one of the things that really helped me shift this one was consciously surrounding myself with people who were hitting those big income goals, people who had big visions for what was possible for them, expanders for me in that space. Because again, you only know what you know. If you've never been around people who are building successful businesses, then you have no frame of reference. Your brain literally doesn't compute the possibility of it. So I put myself in spaces with people who could expand me in that way. I joined a mastermind. I followed people on socials who publicly celebrated reaching their money goals everything from six figures right through to multi seven figure business owners. I surrounded myself with evidence that it is possible. Now, the thing that can happen when you start to surround yourself with people who are expanding you in that way and you're not quite there yet, comparison is something that can really come up. And if comparisonitis ever comes up for you, my approach now is to move into gratitude for that feeling and thank that feeling because that feeling of comparison 
is showing you what you desire. Whenever I feel that comparison come up and be like, oh my God, I can't believe they've achieved that. I'm never going to be able to achieve that. That's just not possible for me. I lean into that feeling and I thank that feeling because perhaps I'm not even allowing myself to acknowledge the fact that I desire that thing because it feels too big. It feels too scary. It feels too impossible. That's a sign to lean in and acknowledge that, yes, that is what I want. I want a million dollar business. I want to earn enough money to retire Matt from his job. I want the dream lifestyle to go with it. And it's all possible for me. That's my truth. That's my mindset. The possibilities are infinite. Thank you for showing me what I desire. So if you're ever in that space of feeling like it's not possible for you, the shift that we need to make is into the place of possibility. And the way we do that is to surround ourselves with evidence of that possibility, because then that becomes our frame of reference. That becomes our programming, that it is possible. And that's the program we want to be running. That's the mindset we want to be in to achieve our goals, to bring our vision to life, that it is possible for you. So those are my top three mindset challenges and how I navigate each one. To recap for you quickly, the first is imposter syndrome. And if that's you, the strategy I recommend is to create an achievement board, a collection of evidence to remind you just how amazing you are. The second is this idea, this mindset that building a business is hard. And the shift here is to cultivate a dual mindset that business gets to be easy and that you can do hard things. And I talked about a few strategies here. Firstly, seeking support with your mindset, chatting it through with a mindset coach. I talked about my experience of hypnosis as a fast track to reprogramming your brain. It's absolutely magic. I cannot recommend it enough. And also the practice of consciously interrupting your thought pattern with a practice like gratitude. And finally, the third one was the mindset that it's just not possible for me. And the strategies that have helped me to navigate this one is to surround myself with expanders, evidence that it is actually possible. And whenever comparison comes up, I lean into the discomfort of that and remind myself that that comparison is just showing me what I desire most. I truly hope that this episode today has been supportive for you. It has felt like a really big one for me to share. I would absolutely love if you could come and let me know on Instagram what resonated most for you. You can find me at beck.cazillo. And if you loved today's episode, I would be forever grateful if you could leave me a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. This is one of the best ways to support the podcast and help me get more episodes just like this out into the ears of more spiritual business owners just like you. Thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you have an absolutely magical day and I will see you next time on the Feminine Fire Podcast.